This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. How many times in the past two years have you thrown your hands up at all the crazy events that have happened? Probably too many. Between the pandemic, politics, and our personal lives, we all need an outlet. For a lot of us, there is no better outlet than laughter. And luckily, Chicago is a hub for comedy and talent. But what is it like for the folks who are behind the scenes, the ones making us laugh through the hardships? Well, Julie Osborne is the artistic director at the Training Center with Second City, and she joins us now to talk about comedy. Hi, Julie. Welcome to Reset. Hi, Sasha. How's it going? It's going well, and I hope you can make it better. <laughs> Tell us how, <laughs> how Second City has been handling these ups and downs, Julie, over the past few years. It's been a time. <laughs> Hasn't it? A challenging time. Oh, my goodness, yes. Uh, both to exist and to try to create in this space has been a huge challenge, but also a really necessary outlet, not just for our performers, but for all of the people that we work with. Mm-hmm. We continue to teach classes online and engage people who are just looking for these moments in their day that are not about pandemic conversations, mm-hmm. that are finding those moments of human connection and chances to laugh together. Yeah, well, as I mentioned, a, a couple of the factors that have you know had a major influence on our lives over the past couple of years, we know the pandemic, certainly, but also politics, right? So yes. I wonder <laughs> what Second City's approach is to responding to that news, so to speak. Well, that's kind of what's amazing about the process at Second City. The work that we make here has always been in conversation with our audiences. It's always been about reflecting back and engaging in a dialogue about what people are going through in that moment. Our shows are created through improvisation, so the audience is also, in a way, a co-author as the shows are being developed. So uh, that's what keeps the work feeling really timely, relevant, connected to all of those things that are impacting everyone uh, freshly in the moment. So as as these things are happening, as these things are happening, Julie, are you just seeing this as as more material then to pull from? It it is. Obviously, it's kind of an endless fountain of material, but it creates some fantastic minefields. We have to really find a nice balance between creating uh, opportunities for escapism while also staying true to the nature of speaking truth to power and the satirical work that Second City has always done. I mean, and everybody who's creating this work, they're all human beings going through all the same stuff as the audiences are. So it's finding that balance between how do we turn some things into art, but how do we also maintain a kind of safe, happy humanity in the middle of all of that. It's kind of wild. We're all living this thing at the same time. I feel like we're kind of freestyling our way through life at times. (laughs) Right? Great way of putting it. Uh, one show that's up now at Second City, it's called Together at Last. And this one, you, you seem to be taking on the pandemic head on. Tell us what the show's all about. Well, here's the thing that I'm going to be totally upfront about. I am based in Toronto, so Together at Last is not the one I got to see during the five minutes I spent in Chicago this year. Ah. I got to see the best decision you ever made, the uh, ETT show that is playing. Well, what's that time. one all about? But I can speak to the process that both casts went through while creating this material. Uh, they were casts that had been assembled prior to the pandemic, and they kind of went through this really challenging journey of creating material, then having to pause, then moving some of their work online, and then coming back in person and having to reflect back everything that had changed since they started creating the shows. So you're going to see the sort of in this in the context of both shows an expression of what that experience has been, of what it has been to live through the past two years of political turnover 
uh, and of constantly changing pressures related to the pandemic and the general global climate, mm-hmm. while also still being kind of mirthsome, <laughs> the other idea. Right. There's still a lot of joy and mischief in it, and, uh, and you're seeing some really interesting artists uh, channel their own POVs and their own individual experiences of this. And I think that mirror back is really resonating with audiences. What else would you recommend that folks go see, either in the near future or, or now at Second City? There's a couple of amazing shows coming up. There's a show called Sing Out Second City, which kind of delves into the song cycle of decades worth of really fantastic musical comedy that the theater has created. Uh, that's going to be just a joyful place of escape. Well, it's always going to be the underlying themes of, of satire in there. There's a best of show that uh, features our touring companies. Then there's also two new uh, additions to our improv lineup coming up in the near future, the Improv Brunch, where mimosas and food are separately ordered a la carte, but the uh, buffet of <laughs> laughter is there for you in an improvised context, and then a late-night date-night show that's in the works for February. So those are going to be two great, light, improvised opportunities to just get out and laugh. Well, here's another way you've had to improvise over the pandemic, and that's sort of going from in-person performances to online performances to in-person. Uh, so <laughs> how has that all unfolded for you all? I think it's been full of kind of wonderful surprises. Uh, and I'll speak from the training center perspective. There are a lot of things we didn't realize we could do until we had to do them. Uh, and in the space of uh, basically a weekend in March of 2020, we pivoted three cities worth of learning centers from a completely live interactive in-person experience mm-hmm. to something that we deliver digitally. And there were a lot of moments of going, can we do improv on the internet? Does this make sense for us to be doing? And the thing is, it does, it works. It's possible to do, and our teachers, and, and this is the same for our performers, just have a wonderful dexterity uh, and resilience, sort of adaptability that's deep inside them. And yeah. we're finding ways of modifying what we previously did in rooms together to find those points of connection in a digital setting. It's been shockingly good, and we've finally been able to reach people who wouldn't otherwise have been able to participate in a Second City experience, whether that's as a student or as an audience member. Yeah. Well, you sound surprised that it ended up working out. What, what was it that you think <laughs> made the difference that, you know, made it successful online? I, our people are just the best. Willing our participants. Phenomenal. Our yeah. talent is just tremendous. Uh, and everybody going into it is so creative and resourceful in terms of problem solving, which are skills that improv teaches. So I think uh, I think it's just the quality of the people unwilling to be defeated by this idea that we couldn't. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> Found really, really inventive ways of taking that on. If you're just tuning in, we're talking with Julie Osborne, Artistic Director for the Training Center at Second City, and we're just discussing how comedy has gotten through this pandemic. Um, Julie, tell us more about your role. You are Artistic Director. Who and what do you oversee? I oversee uh, now in this current iteration of my role all three of our training centers. So we have faculty teaching uh, based in Toronto, Chicago, and Hollywood. Uh, we teach both in person and when it's possible to do so and online. Mm-hmm. And I oversee sort of the creative end and the curriculum and pedagogy for uh, the whole network of training centers. How have you personally had to readjust the, the way that the programs are run? There have been some silver linings in it. Our three training center locations have never been more connected than they have been through this. 
whereas we used to kind of independently work in our home cities. Now we are constantly collaborating. Now that Zoom is the, the base medium that yeah. we all meet on, it doesn't really matter where you're calling in from. So that's really opened up a lot of opportunities for us to share resources and to, to kind of get aligned on our core values together and to explore collaborative projects. I'm glad you mentioned Zoom because I, I hear that you at Second City, you also work with employers to help them combat video fatigue through Zoom sessions. So how does that typically work? On the Second City work side and the BizCo side of our business, we deliver uh, direct to business all sorts of, the combination of we facilitate training uh, and we also do corporate entertainment and custom entertainment. Because we have such a familiarity having worked in this medium now intensively for the past few years, our team has really creative ways of engaging teams uh, that don't feel quite as static as a traditional sort of tiled Zoom meeting. Mm-hmm. Really adept facilitators who communicate well and are charming and hilarious and delightful and have a great way of bringing to life something that can start to feel flat. What's the status of, of things at uh, your locations now? Have you been able to keep the doors open during this Omicron surge? In Chicago, for the most part, yes, our classes are happening uh, in person in the building, and uh, our shows, for the most part, are running every night. And we have multiple theaters in that space, so uh, depending on the night, there's always some choices. Uh, in Toronto, we were open briefly in our brand-new interim location, mm-hmm. uh, but then we had to close due to uh, government restrictions. We're hoping to see some changes in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I feel like front, everything is shut down in Toronto yeah. at this time. Oof. <laughs> You went, you grew up here, didn't you? I think we I went did. to the same university. Yeah. Did we? Where'd you go? Ryerson? I went to Ryerson. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have, we have more in common than we thought. Uh, and so not just Toronto and Chicago, have you had to make adjustments um, beyond what you did before uh, for the classes during Omicron? Uh, well, we've, all, we've never abandoned our online classes, and those are never going away. Now that we've sort of solved that piece for ourselves and figured out how to do that in a way that we were confident works well, the virtual training center is always going to be there. So that's been a great backup in situations where we've had to make even short-term pivots away because a class has had a situation where they've needed to go online for a moment. Uh, In Toronto, we have kept everything going online. All of our in-person classes for this term are presently online, and as soon as it's safe to do so, we'll be moving them back into the building. Well, listen, we've got about 30 seconds, Julian. I know there's a lot of people listening now, probably interested in, in maybe trying stand-up or trying improv. Yes. Uh, of course. <laughs> they, do it. Don't um, hesitate. <laughs> Now's a great time to yeah. try these things. SecondCity.com is the place for all of the things that you want to find out about us, whether that's uh, what shows are playing close to you or what is available virtually uh, in terms of classes. Great. That's a wonderful advice. You know what? I think I'm going to sign up. I, I signed my kids up uh, last spring, and I think it's worth a revisit for sure. Thanks, Julie. Definitely. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me on. Julie Osborne is the Artistic Director for the Training Center at Second City. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.